Welcome to the No Ideas Original Podcast featuring Shannon and Mr. Rob. Yo, peace, peace, peace. We got a dope episode for y'all. Nice. A real dope nice. episode for y'all. So, yo, it's my pleasure and honor to bring to the platform lyricist extraordinaire, Queensbridge MC. Finest. Mr. Ultimate High, a.k.a. 98 Nate. Nature, what's up, bro? How you doing? Yo, what's good? What's good? Salute, man. Salute. And hey, yo, appreciate you uh, agreeing to do this. I know we had to move things around a little bit, but yo, here we are. We made it happen. So thank you, man. Nah, it's all good. Yo, so let's get right into it. We had we had a number of different. Yeah, it's all um, good. It's all good. Yeah, we had a, no, a number of different people from the bridge on the um on the show. We had uh we had Iman, we had V12, we had Chalice. We had Nation. We had a couple of different people come on. And one of the things that I asked them is Trash. Trash, yep. We had Trash too. Trash yeah. too. There's so much talent in Queensbridge. Fuck How difficult is it to stand out as an MC? What you said? I said there's so much talent in Queensbridge. Repeat, repeat. How there's so much talent in Queensbridge. How difficult is it to stand out as an MC? For me, it wasn't ever difficult. I mean, um, you know, everybody had their own little, everybody got their own little sound and their own little thing. So, you know what I'm saying? Right. I always was that type of person myself to not really be a follower. Um, I don't really know, you know what I'm saying? I just always did what my heart told me to do. I didn't know if I right. was to stand out or not, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's not until later till people start to hear and they start to make comparisons I never did it like that. I just always was inspired by some of the dope artists that was a, that came out before me and around the same right. time. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, yeah. right. The reason, yeah, the, the reason why, the reason why I say stand out is because in the hood, I'm sure everybody was rhyming, right? But every, but everybody ain't get the notoriety associated with it, so it had to be something. But I mean, obviously, the talent and the lyricism, but. You know, there has well, to be some distinction. Not every, not everybody was, not everybody was rapping though. You know what I'm saying? Um, if you know, if you're familiar with the hood, you know the hood is divided into six blocks. You six know, blocks, um, ninety-six buildings. Jesus. The people Christ. that picked ninety-six buildings. The people that actually came out that was like successful, like let's say a Nas or a Marty, the people that was affiliated with them kind of automatically start rapping too. You know what I'm saying? You start getting, uh, you know, the, the I don't want to say like the offspring, but you get like the crews of the right. famous people. You know what I'm saying? Right. And um, and only Nas maybe was Nas was like a guy that you know, like like for instance, Marty had their own sound. They came out before mm-hmm. Nas. They was instrumental in bringing the hood back to life, so to speak. And so once they started get, becoming successful. A lot of the guys around him started wanting to become rappers too. You can kind of right. hear the sounds of who's kind of closer to whom and stuff like that. So for me, it was just it was always lyricists. It was always right. just you know, there's so many dudes that that I knew that could actually spit that didn't never intend to make a record because they was caught up in the street life or sports right. or you know, it was it was just something just a camaraderie between us. Like to right. yo, let me try to outdo the guys from across the street. It wasn't really, I didn't really know who was listening at the time. 
know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Yeah, I'll tell you, man. You know that I could really rap. You, you had to know me to know that I could rap because I was never outside rapping like some of the other right. people. You had to, like, be in the inner circle to be like, yo, he, he's one of them guys. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy, man, because we, 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 like you said, we talked to so many brothers from QB. I'm like, what the hell is in the water, man? Is the bodega across the street? You got the right cheese or something? Like, all these guys' lyricists. But for you specifically, Nate, what fascinates you I, I, ab- about Rhonda? What fascinates me to do what? What fascinates you most about Rhonda, about what I'm seeing? be able to, to control the crowd like some of my earliest moments of being around hip-hop and being from Queensbridge is these infamous park jams that we used to have and so right. some of my first experiences with rap was live on stage which was was you know these guys that was just spitting bars and they had to they yeah. control the crowd you know what I'm saying my thing was hip-hop was I still didn't know I still was like Slash breakdancer, slash rapper, slash graffiti artist. Right, right. You tag in, you know, one direction. You know, yeah, everything. <laughs> but I know something about the. It was something about the words, though. Once you say the right words or the right type of thing, that it was with right. you. So. Yo, you you kind of cut your cut your cut your teeth and made your name on the mixtape circuit and that's how you you know that's how you really took off and um you know kind of became that dude what was it like transitioning from freestyles on a mixtape to the next thing you know you're responsible for coming up with full songs with hooks bridges and concepts and I i asked you this because around the same time you was doing it there were other people like i think of a cannabis to me cannabis was crazy ill but his transition when it came to actually making records his transition wasn't really that great like it didn't translate well to the actual music he made so what was it like for you I mean, yeah that's that how for me the mixtape ever was always dope because i didn't have to necessarily give him a full record i didn't necessarily have to give him my record i could just rap over a popular instrumental or something that you know what I'm saying? Something that I right. think that's gonna fit with mine. You know what I mean? I could I could handpick it as opposed to making records. When I um started making records, I was blessed to have a bunch of real producers around me that kind of understood what it takes to make a record and not right. just uh, spit a dope rhyme. You know what I'm saying? Like these guys was kind of responsible for the music part, but I didn't really. I didn't know what I, I didn't know the sound that I wanted. I didn't really know anything. I just know if it sounded dope, you know, it hit home. That's what it was. And I had, I had a team of producers that was just working and trying to groom me the same way that, you know, they was working with like big, big name acts. They was working with Nas, they was working with, you know, I'm talking about the Trackmasters. You know, Trackmasters, you know, I'm, right. I'm familiar with my history. Yeah. So they were already into making big records. They were already into making these powerhouse records that I thought would be dope, but 
I, I didn't have, I felt that some of the records were too polished for me. I still didn't say everything that I need to say. I'm still living in the hood. Some of the, some of my right. content was a little bit raw, raw than what they was used to. So um, it was a battle just learning how to just make, make records. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, as right. As far as not just from what I wanted to hear, but but yeah. for what, but what everybody needed to hear. Yeah, mm. yeah that, but, that had that had to been, yeah, that that had to have been an experience. Cause Trackmasters and they was putting out some dope that had to have been a what? music. So that had to have been an experience to be in that environment where you're not just writing rhymes. Now you're constructing songs. Now mm-hmm. you know you now you're counting bars and. You're making yeah. hooks and you're, you're, where's the bridge coming? All these different things, you know what I'm saying? Versus, you know, just spitting around. But I want to go back to the Clue era just a little bit too and ask you, was there real competition in them Clue battles or on them Clue tapes? And, and if it were, do you think creativity cancels competition or does competition cancel creativity? Mm, I think they go hand in hand. I think they go hand in hand because, like for me, um, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Can you hear me? Yeah, sir. For me, for me to have been brought into a game, brought into the game by one of the best, it's gonna always gonna be creativity kind of was 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 in the front runner for me because these guys were just creative to me. These guys were just making dope records, you know what I'm saying? Um um you know if you ever you know if you're fortunate to have heard like a Nas rhyme back in the day, it didn't sound like nobody else's rhyme. It just sounded like he was pushing his pen and he was just going. So so I I follow that lean, you know, that that whole pattern of doing things but um and within us just making music and trying to be creative we're gonna always gonna have that camaraderie and try to outdo each other and try to you know what i'm saying yeah, go yeah, in different yeah. places and stuff like go go in different lanes that we feel the other one might not be able to go in like you know what i'm saying right so, i agree so, with you i agree with you i think i think sometimes competition fuels creativity and make yeah. someone go back and rewrite their rhyme if they heard like, oh shit, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you, heard, you just heard that? Did you just say that? <laughs> Yo, Nate, it was so it was something. Can you imagine like coming from come, coming from the hood and you having guys that are being they're getting their flowers and right. you're watching these guys like you get the mom deeps, you get the prodigies, you get the nazis, you get the right. tragedy Gaddafis. You got guys that was always spitters you know right. what I'm saying and they all kind of complement each other in some way shape or fashion so I just kind of like followed them because they were doing it before me they kind of made it easier for me to kind of do, right. do what I do as they say a product of your environment you know? so yeah. Nate I want to I want to go back for a second because you was talking about like working with the um working with track masters and everything you know you you scorching hot or for the clue tapes, how difficult was it to be coachable? To actually take that feedback to get to the point very, where you're like, all right, now very, you're very, very, very difficult. Very difficult. Because 
um, this is pre-internet days where um, you didn't have to have everything. You could just you just focusing on being heard. But now when they're trying to help me uh, create an image and trying to trying to bring it to the to the masses, you know, it was a lot of pulling. There was a lot of fighting with that one because I didn't feel um, the direction they wanted me to go in. That is who I was. Like right. I said, these guys were becoming rich. These guys were becoming influential. And once I finished with making music with these guys or coming leaving meetings, I'm going back to the hood. And my right. guys that that didn't, you know, they didn't, they wouldn't appreciate me in the, in some of those lights that they was trying to put me in. They didn't. Really it wasn't know. talking that corporate talk. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I, I didn't experience nothing. I was in the hood. I was fresh from being locked up. Um, a lot of my experiences weren't necessarily about me, but everything that was around me was a was was appearing in my rhymes, and some of that stuff they were way past that at that time. So. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, all my friends, you know, I got friends that's doing bids and I got friends that's on the corners and all of that. So when I rap and I'm doing stuff, I'm really talking to them. You know what I'm saying? I'm really talking to the people that live like me, the people that I can't really rap about fantasy stuff that I don't, you know, I don't live. I don't jump out of Lamborghinis. I don't do that. I, I you know, I rap about the neighbors and me and, you know, real life situations. So you can see the reality in the rap, you, you see the similarities of something you might have went through or shit like right. that. You can relate. Those, those are the people that I was trying to reach. Not the not the ballers, not the... Mm-hmm. So we stayed away from the, the, the calling out the names of stuff. We started we started staying away from it and trying to keep it simple. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so I guess in like in retrospect, how do you how do you marry those two things, right? Like the person who is a product of the environment and they a raw talent and then you bring along the track master because the track master's on fire too from nas to marry will smith whoever it was everything they touched they was out of here with right so mm-hmm. i think part of that is like um that's like the lore where they feel like because we the track masters people should buy into whatever it is that we say because we demonstrated success with it you know but i'm i could put myself in your shoes and be like wait a minute the stuff that i did have gotten me to this point so I'm just wondering from your perspective, again, like in retrospect, like how do you, how could that have been married and when it went, came together better, I guess? I, I don't think that it really could have. I think that's just the way it was. I was like, like you just said, like the mixtapes was the, the way for me to get to the people. I don't think they really knew everything that I had to offer. Nobody really knows how nice a person is until they actually get to, you know, make a album or do stuff like that so it's real easy to it's real easy to float on top when all i have to do is deliver maybe one dope ass verse every month mm. on a mixtape where i'm not having to i don't have to do a whole album or a whole real record so right. it's just like i'm just like i'm feeding you feeding you, feeding you you know what i'm saying and so with them they didn't really know because like I like we just said they were beyond that. They're making they're getting big checks, they're doing stuff like that. I don't even know how many people is actually listening to these mixtapes. Mm. Because uh, I'm sound, sound scan wasn't picking I'm, up that I'm stuff, still right? Mm-mm. 
I'm still a fan. <laughs> only reason I, only way I've seen these mixtapes is on Jamaica Avenue when I'm still going to see my PO. You know, I'm still fresh from from being locked up. I still have a PO. Mm. So, and then, so when I'm doing my business to my PO, I'm a couple doors down. It's the music place where they got the mixtapes with the little uh, the little binders with the. Uh, but the track list for every mixtape that's out and so I'm still buying them according to the names one or two names is all it takes for me to spend my own money to go buy a mixtape all I have to turn right. back and see oh it's a new song from such and such because I'm a fan right. so, but I didn't realize people were doing people were doing that because I was on the tape mm. I didn't realize that you know the same things was happening I'm just still being a fan I don't I didn't I have yet to really I don't see no profit from none of these mixtapes, so I don't know what they're selling. I don't know who's listening. I just know I like to listen, so I'm biased. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I always have <laughs> That's that, that sad shit right there. Still being, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so when it switched, so when it switched from tapes and CDs, mixtapes to uh, DVDs and uh, Stuff like that. I always wanted to buy and see and be aware of what's happening and what's happening out there. And so, and so, right. But it didn't change what I was doing. But I just, I'm still a fan. I've always been a fan. You know what I'm saying? So, with a with a name like Nature, you had niggas heads turning like, who's that? Hold on, son. Then he can spit too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, with that, it's like just trying to keep it, trying to keep it as pure as possible because with that you don't know if it's a man, if it's a woman, if it's a right. if it's a white guy, if it's a, a hood guy, if it's a you know a free spirit. It's universal life. Yeah, so I just try to keep it like that and just let it roll. Let me ask you this: with hip hop reaching its 50th anniversary, which is a milestone. Yeah. Tell me what you think about that, and secondly. From your perspective, what do you think QB's legacy looks like in the industry? Well, the first part, I think it's crazy that, you know, 50 years is is, is real. It's, it's a big thing, you know what I'm saying? I, I look forward to it being around for the next 50 or the next 100 or whatever. I don't think, I think that and mind you, listen, we we were babies. We were babies. You were born in 72 like myself, so we just hit that mark. We hit that good mark, that good 50-cent piece. And I look at it like, and not to cut your wisdom, but I actually birthed into it. You know what I'm saying? As I was growing yeah. up, yeah. I remember hearing the beats off of the, off of the, off of the handball courts and banging off of project buildings. But the jam was so fucking far away. Like, damn, is that that's music right there? And that's what you seen. You kind of see it where everyone was going. Like there was a parade down there, or something, and that's where it was going. So for because fifty I, years, I, I mean, for, for it to last this long, you gotta remember the majority of the people that's in this genre of music don't play instruments. Don't do none of that stuff. So we're, you know, we're, 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 our, our vocals are what's carrying um, the culture. You know what I'm saying? That's and right. in, and in, and in this 50 years, we got different kind of, you know, it's not just straight hip hop anymore. We got different kind of uh, sectioned off. You know what I'm saying? You got drill. You got, you know, you got it's yeah, varieties. Yeah. That 
there. So, you know, I like the fact that it's evolving into that fact, to that, and so that it's um, more and more people have the opportunity to get involved into it because, you know, at That's first right. we used to turn our nose to anybody that wasn't from the hood. You know what I'm That's saying? Right. This was our thing. This was, right. this was, this was, we held on to it. Yeah, like, yeah, this is our baby. You had a house already. <laughs> nah, you ain't real. You can't be real. Nah, you know, that's a fact. You, know, you ain't struggling, you know. So, because those were, that was the early rap. Like, you know, you either gonna big yourself up or you're gonna talk about what's around you. So, and most of the things around us were people were struggling. The only thing I don't like about it is it needs to be more. More of the OGs, um, 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 letting them know that this is, you know, this is a business and stuff like that. Like right. the influence of it has become so crazy that that some of these guys don't don't they don't live by, you know, they they believe these words that we're saying and it's they they trying to like actually live them and they, and you know they people are dying and it's a little right. bit it's a little right, bit crazy. Right, right. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, is imitating reality a little too much? Yeah, and so it's like, it's like no middle ground. It's, it's like these guys are just either you either you either big or you little. You know what I'm saying? There's no people in the middle that's just the people in the middle get overlooked. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like right now you got you got people are chasing you know this material lifestyle and this, this money and, and, and it's cool, but in reality everybody's just not gonna make it like that. Everybody's not that's gonna right. be rich. Everybody's not going to have this, mm-hmm. this lifestyle so um you have to prepare yourself for reality and i just wish that it was more because there's still a lot of people out there that's talk that's speaking messages in their music right. i just wish that it was a way that that, that some of these people can can get it easier you know what i'm saying because you turn on right. the radio it's big business you only gonna hear certain records but some of those records that need to be played and be and be heard they just need to be find a way to get behind them a little bit more. you know what i'm saying that's why me, I appreciate artists like like Anas who brought me in because it's like right. a breath of fresh air to the game. They don't come out every every year. They don't come out with a new song every month. But when they do come out, it's a you know it's a reminder that it's not just a young man's game. It's a, it's a you know you can still drive as you're getting older. You can still sisters still, getting into it. There's dope sisters out there. You you can create a business around your music. It's, it's definitely people out there, and it's definitely the right ways to do things. But it just seems like you know they love the they love the negativity, the negativity, the drama is always gonna sell. It's always gonna be, you know what I mean? It always has yeah, too. We got, yeah. we got we got we got Instagram and Facebook and social media, and there's ways to keep your finger on the pulse faster for these new people than there was for us. That's for right. us, all we had was. All we had was like a source magazine every month that you would just open yeah, up we, and see what it was. And we had the slow cook, yo. We had the yeah, slow so, cook. So right now everything is just top ten with these guys, and mm-hmm. and, and it's cool. But I just need to be more people to kind of like they gotta find a way to make the message seem a little down. bit more cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, QB, and QB legacy. What what do you think, Rob? I think that was Rob's other question. Yeah, QB's legacy. QB legacy is gonna always QB legacy is gonna always be at the top of the at the top for me because it just seemed like we was just a step before a step ahead of some of these people 
that's that's doing it now and the way that the coaches just exploded it just seemed that the bug was in us a little bit earlier so we was had we had to jump on some of these people you know what i'm saying and it, and it just seemed like and it, and it just seemed like so much was happening within the six blocks you know it was like our own borough compared yes, to your own city. all of the things that's going on yeah so we all was like working hard and and it was just seemed like it was a million rappers coming out of coming out the hood, you know, mm-hmm. making their own language up, bringing their own flavor to the game, connecting wow. with you know you got Mob Deep, you got Mob Deep coming out at the same time as Wu Tang, and you know it just seemed like the game was a little bit, it was a little bit more love, you know what I'm saying? It yeah. seemed like it was a little bit more love, and the guys that was that was doing it in the bridge was just doing it on a higher level, collectively. Right. So it's not just right. one person. It just seemed like everybody was just like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. you know, over here you got uh, Mob Deep. Over here you got Capone and Noriega. Over there you got Nature. Over there you got Cormega. And, uh, and the list goes on. And for every generation, it was always somebody there. So right. it's not like we right. started it. We, right. They started it before us. It died for a little bit. The, the new generation came back. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Nate, you became. You know, when you mix that. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah, no, finish I'm just the saying that's just how eventually it just became what it is. And I didn't, like I said before, we didn't realize on a, on a global scale how much of the world was watching us. Yeah, you know bro. So, so it looked yeah. like we, so, but we still had our, we still had our floors. Still was never a queen bitch tour. You know, we still never got along with each other. But right. for the world, that music was just like, man, like it's not like it's not like you what the hell is coming out of Queensbridge? What water y'all drinking? <laughs> Who's making the food over there? And a lot of times Shaw Shaw would say he likens Queensbridge to Shaolin because of the pedigree and the MCs and the, mm-hmm. quad, the just the, the stuff that comes out of these environments. You know what I mean? Like I said, you're a product of the environment. I think, so I think these guys were so, so dope with the pen that they just brought it to life. You could kind of see it. You could feel it. You could, you know what I'm saying? And they're talking about that inner city life like nobody else was really talking about it at that time. Everybody else was like, you know, it went, it went from, you know, it was they, they was they, we went to the De La Soul. We went to the we went to the terrace of rap that was like even though they still meant something to us, but it was still for some people it wasn't you couldn't picture it. You couldn't it was it, it was right. dope, but mm-hmm. but but it loses this transition because it's not it wasn't it didn't seem like it was like like real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Touch it, yeah, tangible. Until shit. you heard, until you heard like um. Until you heard like shook ones, and you heard it sound like the stove coming on on the on the, mm-hmm. on the, on the shook ones. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, wait a minute, this is I know that's I know that sound. Yo, Nate, you um, you had the distinction of coming coming in at a time and joining the firm. Yo, that's an opportunity that probably several already established MCs would have loved to have. What was it like being a part of that process and making that album? The album, that whole process was 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 crazy because 
I wasn't, you know, it's, it's, it's documented. I wasn't an original member of right. the firm. You know what I'm saying? I got called in because of, you know, you know the story. At the last minute, you know, people had these contracts and they had to deliver this album. And in the last minute, internally, things exploded. So now, um, being that I'm still, an, I'm still an, I'm an affiliate of the firm because I'm still tied in with Nas and, and these mixtapes. But um, to have to, 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 to be called in to do it, um, I don't know. It was dope for me because it's my first experience is getting out of going to West Coast, vibing with some of these people that, especially Dr. Dre, somebody like I just told you, I was a rap fan. So, so anybody to, to, to have the opportunity to work with these individuals while still living in the hood is like a dream come true. You know what right. I'm saying? But right. I have yet to make any money behind it until it was time for the firm to be signed and these contracts. And, you know, now it's like, wait a minute, because I just went from the mixtape and now I'm signing contracts and now it's, I'm able to do a couple things. So I just, I just appreciated. It was just, it was just hard to, you know, if, if I wasn't a guy that was in the hood that was like always on front street, like a, a person that's selling drugs, you know, there's gonna be a lot of people that's out there living that life and it's probably trying to say, ask, why him and not me? Why always? How does always the case? get on and not me he doesn't he doesn't he's not like this i'm like this so it created a, a love hate thing because when we did like the firm Nas had already moved out of the project right. so there was a lot of people that you know you can't really get to Nas, and it still is and it's still this kind of confusion as far as uh Manga, nature and blah 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 so for a minute it looked like we were beefing and it looked like we were at dismantled odds, a little bit we never it was never really personal yeah it just it, it created a it created a good vibe because put money in my pocket it put my name in into to the pot you know what i'm saying where people right, are actually right. checking and listening and stuff so it's good but but internally in the hood it's kind of disrupted things because it kind of put people at odds it couldn't put people that's not supposed to be at odds at odds and we look like we fighting over this spot and it just looked right. crazy. You know what I'm saying? It got a little bit messy. You know, it got a little bit messy. But um for the most part, things, you know, that was short lived, you know what I mean? We still vibe, we still we still who we are. We still respect each other's pen game and the craft like that. So it's cool. But in the beginning it was kinda like awkward because I'm not known for being that guy. And so for me to have the guys that used to be the hustlers and, the, and all that now asking me for jobs and asking me to, yo, I'm going to wow. do security for you. You know, it's just creating this <laughs> dynamic. You're getting all these requests now, huh? Nas is already up here. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't really, you know, it's just, just it's just weird. But, right. um, on a musical level, I, I I appreciated it all because now it put me with guys that was really established and they yeah. really getting to see my talent. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
I'm getting to break these rhymes in front of them and let them know that, nah, bro, we can do this. And so to them, to guys like Dr. Dre, it's like, wow, you got another one from Queensbridge? Where the hell is <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah so making these guys. So um, it was cool. And I was riding the wave with it because I'm coming to, you know, I'm still, I still got to report to my PO. So I'm still, there's still a lot of people that was, like holy smack, he was just in jail with me. Now he's in he's in the video and he's this and he's that. So I'm just watching how it affects other people because mm-hmm. I'm still I'm still a, a humble, down to earth guy. But it's just amazing to see how it, other people are affected by this shit right here. And yeah. I'm like, wow. Let me let me let me say this, Nate, because like my you know my impression you haven't haven't been around you now. Also, is that you um. You, you give off to me almost like an air of a person who is not enamored with like like fame. Like you are, you don't seem like the type that's like, yeah, I don't, you know, I, I can really do without the fame or whatever. I'm just, I just want to do what I came to do. Like I appreciate the craft. I mean, and at the end of the day, at the end of the day, people always gonna, you always gonna, you love when somebody appreciates what you do. Especially if you take the time out to really, you know, put some kind of effort into it, right? Right. But, that stuff don't matter to me. That stuff ne- never mattered to me because, for one, I never really viewed myself as a rapper. It was more like a personal thing to me to say, oh, I could do it too. Oh, y'all could do it? I could do it too. But this is my version of what y'all do. Right, right, you know right. what I'm saying? And right. so I didn't know that. I didn't have a demo tape. I didn't audition for the firm. I didn't do all of this. I'm, it's my first time actually people starting to... Um, acknowledge what I'm doing and I'm loving it on the mixtape level because a lot of these people don't know what I look like exactly you know what I'm saying I'm still I'm still running around I'm still running around and I can hear people's honest opinion of who nature is because they don't you know they could be yeah, talking yeah. and they not even know that it's me mm-hmm. yeah. so it's it's cool from certain from that like all right cool you're getting exposed so anytime somebody stops me and tell me uh, whether it be a white person, black person from the other end of the globe telling me, yo, you got me through college, bro, or yo, you got me through this. And I'd be like, wow, I didn't even think you were listening. You know, now you're a lawyer and you used to play, you used to play theater in the firm. Oh my God. So anytime I meet people like that, I, I, I always feel appreciative. But while I was going through it and I was living, living it, I never really cared. I don't care about yeah. that stuff. Let me. And some I wanna, people, I wanna, some people, some people. That's all they have, so they're gonna try to do whatever. Me, um, I just always wanted the respect for my peers. Period. That's all I cared for. Yeah, and that's and that's that's what I was gonna say. Like, I think that um, what happens a lot of time is like, well, two things. One, for some reason, with the environment we come from in the hood, it's like there's almost like this assumption that there's this natural pecking order in terms of who's next. And sometimes when that person that people deem to be who who's next is not next, somebody and somebody else comes along, you know, there's, yeah. there's controversy and there's feelings around. Well, this person skipped this person skipped their turn in line and superseded whoever was supposed to be next, kind of thing. And that, and, it, and it brings up feelings in the hood around it. Instead of us just thinking from the perspective of like well, we all can get there, my journey is different. Those people are gonna feel like that. People are gonna feel entitled. People are gonna feel all kind of ways. But when it came down to making the music, right? 
like I just told you, I'm not on it. I'm not outside um, selling drugs, and I'm not doing some of this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe at, a, at for a time it was before I would cause me to um, go to jail and stuff like that. But now after I'm coming home, and it's like these guys is uh, making me do this music, and they offer me contracts and stuff like that. It's a big turnaround for me. Right. right. It's a big turnaround for my my life and everything like that. Um. But when it came down to making the music, I started realizing that my music is my 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 content is a little bit different because some of these guys haven't experienced anything. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They didn't experience anything. So and and some people's vocabulary it let, it, it let me know that. Uh, I just didn't want to ever sound dumb on a microphone. Ah. And, you know, I'm not a, a graduate or none of that stuff. So, but I kind of figured out that if I stayed on one situation, like, like let's say street situation, if I stayed on one situation too long, it's going to be guys that's going to come pick, pick it apart and say, no, he don't do that. He don't live like that. But now if I'm showing them intelligence mixed with street shit, mixed with my own way of kicking it, mm-hmm. you can't do what I do now. Now Talk I left you back me. there because you, you because you can only stay back there. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so it had to be something like I don't know. I did uh, for some reason I, the vocabulary was always good. The, the mannerisms was always there. And I'm gonna be a little biased. Be a little biased. And the reason I'm being biased is uh, I love my I love my Sagittarius MCs. I love Nate. I love Styles P. I love Jigga. You know what I'm saying? These guys, mm-hmm. these guys, they know what to say, when to say it, and they put it down. And I was, and I respect that mm-hmm. because a lot of times you gotta break the monotony from what you regularly do. You can't talk about drugs all goddamn day. You know what I'm saying? That's why no, I appreciate I your, your, your joint, Newports and Cools. Who the fuck thinks of that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man. New parts and cools, my yeah. nigga. That's the yeah. dopest shit I've heard. Come on, bro. I, <laughs> I, I rock that religiously. And I want to ask you this too, because I I we've had the the, the, the the privilege to watch you listen to something, get in your zone, and pen something real nice. And I'm and, I, and I'm grateful for that. And you've had the the, the illustrious opportunity to work with producers like Drake, but what producer do you vibe with most? Like, you sit and you be like, you know what, every time I sit in this seat with this man, or whatever individual, whoever, I'm putting out my best work. I don't know, because I still wouldn't know what my best work is. I think some of the some of the best things that I ever probably wrote in, in some of the zones that I got in, were never really the records were never really pushed like that. It might have just been in the middle of an album cuts and stuff like that. But um, I don't really have a specific favorite now. As back in the days, I probably had my dream list of, right, of, right. of producers that I wanted to work with and stuff like that. Like right now, I'm like in the mix of of trying to find a sound that really fits where I'm going. Because, yeah. you know, after a while you start getting comfortable, right? I don't really want to make a lot of records that all sound the same or that kind of like, that don't show any growth. But I also know what, I also know what, 
how to give it to them in that fashion as well. So, right. you know, the only thing that makes it harder for me is the reality, like, now I got, you know, my kids is, is older. Um, you know, my approach is different. I, like, so they'd be like, damn, that's not my dad. You know what I'm saying? I didn't listen to him. Like, that's, not, that's not this guy that's right there. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. So, so, so I'm just trying to find something that still allows me to be me. But right, not that middle ground. I don't want Yeah, I'm not the old man, but I got to let them know that, you know, I've seen some things and I'm more focused on just that fine line of, of, of you know, it's never really all about me. If you ever look at the nature rhymes, it's never all about me. I don't really just have a bragging style of rap. It's just different. You know yeah, what experience. Man? You got like an experience style. I'm going to give you a little bit of my story, what I've been through. Yeah. But it's always little bits and pieces of it. It's never really a lot. You know what I'm right. saying? It's never really a lot. But, um... It's just that's what makes me now that makes me sound a little bit different than everybody else around me. That makes me sound different than my peers. Um, but just trying to make music because now we got music. We got guys like Drake, and you got guys that that's just like running the radio. You know what I'm saying? My my ultimate goal is just to make a record that's just gonna still play for five and ten years. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So some of those dope ass rhymes, even though they might sound dope for right now, they might not have that staying power. Like, uh, right. who wouldn't want to get an award? Who, who wouldn't want to be, you know, rise to the occasion like that? So mm-hmm. um, that, that's for the most part. That's it. It's, it's interesting. It's interesting that you you would talk about like you know like still having the experience of tasting the success but still living in the hood because yo one of the questions i um i have for you and i feel like you may have already answered it was do you feel like you tasted success too soon and i asked that because i think that again like like where we come from you know we, we for some reason we're not prepared for um for success it's like yo one day we in one position the next day we just thrust into something different whether it be you know it's the rhyme that hit i never felt that i never felt that i was successful I just okay. felt that. See, that's that's that's, in, that's interesting in itself because yo, success. I, never, and I tell people also, success is about. Yeah, because people people view it a little bit different. Exactly. Like right. That. I just felt that maybe I was on to something because every move that I had to make in the music business was probably uh, a reaction to something else. Mm-hmm. You know what okay. I'm saying? I never had a straight. I never had a straight path of saying this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna make these demos. I'm gonna shop these songs. You know, I was fortunate enough to know people that was doing it. I was fortunate enough to be in situations where um, they were they were able to see my creativity. Right. I was fortunate enough to get some money. But at the end of the day, it was it's still it's not it was not enough to like take care of generations of my family and stuff like that. I'm still. Like I said, to have the respect of my peers after 20 years is still something that you, you can't buy that. I preach, I'm appreciative of that. You know what I mean? I'm appreciative of all that But, but, you know, I'm still, outside of the music business, I still gotta do what I gotta do to take care of my family. So now, if I'm doing what I gotta do to take care of my family, I'm, I'm giving off a different picture to some of the people that's around me in the hood. Like, yo, you can right. still be recognized, and that doesn't mean that 
you know, you, you, your life is, is complete. You know what I mean? You still got to okay. put in work. You still right. got to get up. You still got to sacrifice. You still got to do that. So, um, and I still live like that. So it's not like I don't feel like I've, I've totally made it over the mountain. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yep. But yeah. um, I put in a lot of work early enough, whereas um, people would understand what I was what I was doing. People were still following me. People are still, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you, you're yeah. still traveling, Lord. That's what that's, it is, man. It's just, it. it's just weird because, like, like, like you guys like you watch basketball. Of course. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's like let's say like let's say you, you got somebody like LeBron James, right? Somebody that's at the top of the game. Everybody's watching them. They regard it as you know one of the goats in the game. But then all of a sudden, while you're still focusing on this, something else comes, another player comes into the team and becomes his own, you know, right. his own caliber. You know what I'm saying? We got Kyrie, we got the, you know what I'm saying? So there's enough room for people to do a lot of shit in this game, you know what I'm saying? And then, like I said, for me, I came in a game with people that was already at their highest. So it allowed me to kind of moving in a different space and allow me to view it a little bit different um, as opposed to being trying to be the first one. I don't know if I would have still had the ambition if I had to be right. the first one. Things things yeah. were happening around me and this happened because of that. This happened because of that. And signed the deal because of that. You know what I'm saying? And it just happened fast. So maybe, think, maybe, maybe to answer your question, things happened kind of fast but there was no blueprint as to how long this was gonna last, or what was going on? So I was just riding, riding away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I didn't know, no, I didn't I know my that. guys were gonna be household names. I didn't know my guys for real. Yeah, yo, I respect that though because I think that there are a lot of people, in particular from you know from your era, that I think that the music defines who they are as a person. And listening to you talk, it's like, yeah, you know, I do music. You know, but there are other things that I have going on in life. Like music doesn't define you. I listen to you just now talk about like, you know, like I still got my, I got my kids, I got my life outside of this and everything. Yeah. And that to, that to me is important because I think that there are a lot of people stuck in the fact that almost like you said, like their trajectory was like they was to the mountain. They may not have necessarily got over the mountain. But what I think people don't realize is that if you think about it, and you look at the music industry, how many people actually have gotten over that mountain? Like there are more people that are right there well, and right don't now, get over right now, now it seems all. like it seems like you know with everything being broadcasted and all these you know companies being started it's a lot more money that's circulating in the music business right so the, the sad part is you might have these guys I might have all of this information and this knowledge for these people but if I'm not jumping out of the Lamborghini I out that it, it, it loses the translation somehow yeah for some of these young people, you know I what I'm saying? But yes, then sir. I can walk into any crowd and y'all and the people and it, and it could be a bunch of respected MCs and I could walk into any crowd and looking like I just came from work, looking like I just came from wherever, and it's gonna oh that respect is gonna be like oh shit, this nature, holy shit, like you know what I'm saying? And they, they paint got the construction hat on, son, and ten boots. <laughs> we got the but yeah, that's the so same like, real, real recognized real. They gonna go oh. shit. That's the homie right there. Oh shit! And and for either for different reasons, either you was listening, or 
due to the fact that I came into the gate with Nas, and he don't really let a lot of people, he don't pull a lot of people up, you, you know, he just he's that guy. So one of the few people that's associated with the top dogs, my name is gonna always gonna stay alive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta have people that's gonna make comparisons to me and him. I hear people just say, yo, man, he's giving him a run for his money on his mixtape. Yo, that's man, a fact. He was doing that. So I don't know how he felt about it, but you know, anytime I hear it, I'm like, yeah, that's, that means that means it's a good thing. Right. That means my work is being appreciated. So that's right. That's that's really it for me, you know what I'm saying? Now if we can make some bread and we could and we can because I still like I feel like I can rap with anybody. I feel mm -hmm. like I can I feel like I can do do all of that stuff. But what happens is as we get older and we kinda still get we live in life, I'm not in a lot of those circles. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm not in a lot of those circles. So some of those opportunities aren't gonna be offered to me. They're gonna be offered to somebody else that's 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 out there. And right. you know, for me, the elder statesman, I can't be walking around I'm the mad rapper. I'm not the mad rapper. I'm never that's been right. that guy. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. I'm, I'm Don't be that guy. That's, I'm the guy that's I'm the guy that's gonna remind you that there's always somebody out there working. When you think that you that you on, on top of your shit, that there's always somebody that you you're gonna least expect that could come and knock you on your ass. You know what I'm saying? How about or that? If in basketball terms, it's gonna be that the cross your ass that you up. Didn't even expect that's gonna come mm -hmm. and fuck your ass. That you know I'm, so <laughs> I'm, I'm the guy that's gonna remind them that you know you better be on you better be on point, bro. Study your craft, young man. He, he doesn't fit that mold. You might not think of him as that, but he is that. You know what I'm saying? Yo, like Nate, that old I'm... karate guy that you're gonna be like, nah. I <laughs> and then he do that move on you and, and lock it. <laughs> I didn't think he could do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yo, yo, I, I never, I never really knew what transpired between um you and Nas, but I never really needed an explanation. And you know right. why I think I, I never needed an explanation because I feel like. You know, being a fan of the music and a fan of you guys, like looking back and realizing that who you are today and who he is today is different than who you were 20 some years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, and I kind of feel like that both of you have evolved as people and have grown as um, as people. One thing I did always appreciate was you guys camaraderie and like, you know, hearing you on the mixtapes. Um, and everything Thank God we got a chance to watch that grow like that. Yeah, too, and, and, and and the brotherhood and, and, and the brotherhood that was sort of associated with it, like that, just that camaraderie and, and seeing y'all get to um get together. Um you and know, I, it's but crazy, I, right? When you think about this game and you think about anybody that's been in this game for twenty years, right? Anybody that's been in this game for twenty years, how many people are still around the people they were with when they started. Exactly. So you're going through all of these changes. You should, you create, you know, as your success goes up, you gotta, you gotta build the team around it. You know, what I mean, you, people, people fall off. Some people, you know what I'm saying. Some people yes, can't really ride like that after 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 20 years. How many shows can you really? Can I really just stop everything I'm doing and pack my bag to run on tour with you? For exactly. Years, you know what I mean? Yeah, so right. as as we grow up, as we get older, you know things change. And the only thing about the, the only I would love to to just 
you know, we never really patched a lot of things up. We just left it for left it as it was, due to the fact that <coughs> it started off as so personal for us. Like you right. know, guys like that, there aren't people who I just met in the music industry. These are guys that I've known since I was a kid. So yeah. some of the issues that there's no one def- underlying, undefining issue that you could just say, oh, just do that, and then it just it should all be better. You know, after a while, people's pride and not speaking to each other and all of that, you just leave it alone. I don't yeah. consider it beef. Nah, you just leave it alone. It's still, it's still love. It's just we moved on. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on, just doing your own yeah. thing. But I just hate the fact that you know that a lot of people that was kind of gearing for us to do certain things, they, you know, they got, they got, they got shortchanged because of the, the politics of the whole shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would wish that they would get a way to kind of put it all together. Like I said, it's never been a official uh, Queensbridge tour. They've never seen us in certain lights. You know, we grew up beefing with each other. So as an adult, it's kind of hard. Some people still hold certain things to to heart over things that might've been said 20 years ago. You know what I mean? And then now I'm trying to explain it to somebody that wasn't there. It might sound like it's this big, but back then it was was that big. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 But um, I'm just appreciative to watch my guys still be doing it and still doing it at a high level. That's mm-hmm. that, that, that that's what's up for me. You know what I'm saying? And time, man, time, yo. That's that's you know, like when the timing is right, it'll it's all right. come, you know, it'll all come back together, fall in place of how it is. But I, I I just feel like yo, sometimes people lose sight of that. Like, you know, they look at these things that have transpired years ago and they like, yo, is this went on, this that, and it's like, yo, these is two two brothers that was in there probably in their early to mid twenties. You know, like with um, like 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 with um, like with Rob was saying, um, it's just so crazy because in no other genre of music is it like that. You know what I'm saying? I never heard Michael Jackson was beefing with um Lionel Richie. I never heard. I never heard. You know what I mean? I but mm-hmm. I would be viewed as Commodores giants. Had beef we with the spinners. We didn't. <laughs> we didn't hear none of that stuff. These guys went on tour. They did what they did. They make their. Yeah. I'm sure that some people didn't like each other and all that. Yeah. But with this rap, with this rap shit, and like I said, nobody really went to school for this shit. Nobody plays instruments. It's, it's pretty much hit or miss. But some of these young guys, with the drill music that just came out of out of nowhere. It's a little bit different for us, you know what I'm saying? Because some of these guys is is, is really Losing trying to live from the shit that they're saying and, and doing. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. So I don't really, I pull away when it comes down to that. I'm not really, I'm not supporting uh, uh, anything that us really destroying each other like that. If it's just music, but, it's cool. If it's, that's how you express yourself, that's cool because that's our thing. But you know the games and the, and. The, yeah. Just the shit that the, the negative shit of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The shit that's that and the fact that these people might feel like they gotta spend all of their money on these on you know, to look a certain way and all these people that don't really give a fuck about us. That's the part that, that that's, that's like how do we change that? How yeah. do we how right. do we you know what I'm saying? Word, listen. You know you know the, the the other thing I would say is that um so like even listening to you talk about like your experience um in the industry and having to um navigate with you know whatever it was that was going on in the hood with 
and then being coachable by the the track masters and all these different things like has your experience your early experience in the music industry sort of soured you on the music industry a little bit no not never soured me on the industry never soured me on the industry it all i was i was i don't know the right word this 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 industry ruins friendships this industry a lot of the people that i really had genuine love for like it, it ruins it because you know the, whether it be the jealousy or just the things you know what i'm saying just like just Did you just say it's more misleading never, than anything had, it can be right it can be you know what i'm saying um due to the fact that you know a long time ago there was nothing no no precedent before us to like we were just basically doing what we wanted blueprint right a lot of these people kind of like should be able to go back but you know and that that goes that goes to your point you were saying earlier about the ogs needing to step up and really get into the ear some of these young people because we grew up we didn't have a blueprint we had to brothers had to go out there and they demos, they had to shop they demos, they had to do install. There's a lot of things that is happening now think, they would they wouldn't do back I think then. For me, I think for me, honestly, the biggest regret I have in all of this shit was never never taking a serious more approach approach as far as um having proper management. Mm. Having proper, have building a proper team that's gonna actually help me. You know, right. back in the days or in the early days, we don't have no manager. You know, your your man, your man is your manager. You know, and yeah. if you have people that aren't people, 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 you know, you know, like I said, we got I got guys that that just only functioned in the hood. They didn't really know how to act once they got into these corporate buildings because either the fact that they couldn't talk right and you know they were intimidated to talk or they felt that they every time that the situation didn't go our way they, they wanted to result in violence kind of right. hurt the brand as far as being able to properly plan, plan right. the right way you know what i'm saying right, right. I got but now like i said a lot of things that happen is just because something else happened oh dear just in a situation where uh, he needs money, he needs to pay this, so now he has to, you know, he's not really, uh, he's not really negotiating for a long period of time with it, but you know what I'm saying? He's not having the right people speak up for him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of things like that. And so that will probably be my, my ultimate regret. But I had mm-hmm. fun doing it, and I didn't really know that I was gonna be, make the money that I made, or still be relevant 20 years later. Mm-hmm. Shit, if I had went to school and just and became just a regular person, of course I might have had the money that uh, uh, that I probably would have wanted, but uh, my life would have been dry. I would have probably still been like searching for something to add more to right. it. You right. know what I'm mean? saying? Right. I would have right. just right. whatever, whatever. So I'm glad that people seen whatever they seen in me early and gave me a shot. 
but um, I just wish that I probably just took it a little bit more serious earlier back then. I was there. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's interesting also that you would you would mention that because I think a lot of people sort of by default end up having a situation where like their man's is their manager and their security yeah. and all these things like, out, of, out of out of loyalty to the to the hood. But you know, it's that's not a sustainable business model but again like we don't have the blueprint we don't know how how to do it we do what we've seen other people do you know and then it's kind of like to hold on i'm trying to hold on my man who's becoming successful is talking this uh trying to start a record company you know what i'm saying which at the time we shouting out ill will records mm-hmm. and you know he's it seems like he's getting people to kind of focus on what he's doing but the business part of it is not moving fast enough. And I'm bringing the fact that I'm trying to be loyal to you and you're not offering the money at the time or you're not, you know, something else is happening because I'm yeah. still on paper. You're not you're not helping me progress. I have to do whatever is around me. Yeah. And it just so happens that we're around the same people. So a lot of the issues were internal. A lot of the a lot of the feelings and a lot of people were suppressed a lot of feelings were suppressed a lot of things were just never said because it was we were all so tight-knit at one time right. you know what i'm saying too close and still right. worried about not worrying about having um how the world perceives us you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. we didn't never want to be looked upon as like we all beefing with each other and shit like that we were trying to pull each other up and my guy just so happens to be the first one that, to offer me a situation but it wasn't fully right. It wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Outside of, outside of all the music stuff, I understand yeah. you got some nonprofit organizations out there, brother. Talk yeah. about that. We got, got a, I mean, people do, we do drive, we work with homeless, we do all kind of things, man. Okay. We do all okay. kind of things, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's just, it's all life. You know what I'm saying? And as we get okay. older, um, we always had a heart. We always had a heart. We were trying to look out for the, for the kids, for the, right. uh, for the elderly. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, we, 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 we do shoe drives, coat drives. Coat drives. We do all nice. kinds of stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up. We do all kinds of stuff. We go sometimes we have to go go talk to people, go in schools. Or we did it all. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, I'm not the flashiest guy, so I don't know if I don't have the most craziest stories but what i do have is real but i do yeah, have so. real, whether it be conversation whether it be and you can tell you know what i'm saying right. you can that's tell. right so all that other stuff is cool we done did it we didn't blew thousand we didn't blew bands we didn't we didn't bought the bars out we didn't did all that but that's not really who i am that's not really what i'm pushing so if mm-hmm. that's what you're looking for it's not really attractive but if you're grown, you got some grades in your beard like us. Have a seat. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> oh, let's do it. Yo, um, to kind of bring come back around and bring it full circle because we we talking about like yo, there's never been a Queensbridge tour, but there was yeah. the QB Finest album. What was it like actually having an opportunity to work on that QB Finest album? I didn't. I didn't work on it. At that time, um, me and Nas wasn't really seeing eye to eye or speaking mm-hmm. but like i said we were all down with the same team so i always that the song from the qb album were songs that were already recorded okay. 
they were already recorded and they had access to them. So it was like, you know, go ahead, use it. I, I recorded it a while ago anyway, but, um, you know, like it's the camaraderie. That QB album was like, we all from the hood. Nah, I got other people from the hood, executives. You know, we started, everybody started to worry about who's the executive producer, who's getting points, who's getting money, <laughs> right, right. who's running That's the, the show. Yeah, and yeah. then it comes a circus, you know what I'm saying? It becomes a circus. I guess they was just trying to get a little bit of everything at that time. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't comply. I didn't sit in no session with that one. That was just like, go ahead, take what I got. You want to use it, use it. And so they used a record that I had pre-recorded with the Trackmasters in, um, in the mixtape days when we were just making songs, like just mm-hmm. for the mixtape purposes, not necessarily to be on no album. Just, right. you know what I mean? Put some shit together. Because, mm-hmm. Yeah, because the, because the mixtape was all I gotta do is if I say the DJ's name, he felt that's exclusive for him. He's gonna play it for him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we had an in house DJ in Clue. Clue was a guy that no matter what, he's gonna always make sure that I'm on the tapes first or second or right. third. You know what I mean? In those <laughs> early spots on the tape so that mm-hmm. I'm not buried in the bottom of it so that no matter what, you're forced to hit me. That's when I start realizing that. But you was so, on the bridge. You were on the bridge 2001, right? I was on the bridge. I was on the bridge because that was supposed to be the single. Mm. And, and and who wouldn't want to run with all of these guys on there? They got MC Shan on there, man. They got, you know, they got, uh, got they got all of us on there. <laughs> And so, even though everybody didn't have a chance to spit full sixteen, it was just a vibe. So, of course, yeah, I had, I, I like, I had to do that. You know what I'm saying? Or, so, Nate, I don't want, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to keep you much longer, man. I, I thank you again. I want to thank you for. I got, I got one more. I got one more. I got one more. I'm gonna cut you off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Talk, talk, talk about playing two K for two days. Then you on GTA. Yo, Your whole video, you a whole video game life over there, Nate. <laughs> Yo, we been, we was video game heads because um we we play all the basketball games. You know we love basketball, we love sports, and stuff like that. All day. But my guys, you know, I was the guy that hung out with all the the hustlers. Like even though I was, I might necessarily be doing all my guys with hustlers. And so when it would be the police come and the blocks get hot, go upstairs. Smoke, mm-hmm. play the game, and then you know the camaraderie again. We start putting money down on the game. Yeah, you start beefing, <laughs> yeah. You start beefing, and some of the stuff just the way that people live now. Yes, sir. I, I just I I felt I felt the need to try to find a way to put that into my music, like to incorporate sports and uh, to you know choking niggas like Speedwell. I, I, I wanted to be the first one to to put these in the records. But what happened was, if you put this stuff in a record and it don't drop at the time you need it to drop, it becomes dated. So I made a whole bunch of records that was timestamped with all of these nice raps and facts. But Mm -hmm. if I don't drop it first, it doesn't have the same sting to it. And then it becomes like, all right, that would have been dope a few months ago, but you know what I mean? So I tried to like, I had to strike the iron while it's hot and try to not put, not put the year in the air or not, you know, find creative ways to talk about certain stuff because it was a gift and a curse. 
because now I'm starting to notice and everybody else is finding, you know, I'm giving them more more things to put in their raps now because they're like, oh, it's not, this, this does work. You know, I don't gotta just mm-hmm. talk about selling crack or bang, bang all day. Oh, mm-hmm. snap, we do, we do like sneakers. Oh, snap, we do like video games. Oh, snap, we do, you know what I mean? And so right, I'm, right. I'm putting this stuff in the music. I'm finding a way to put the stuff in the music early. And I think people was appreciative of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Wow. A lot, a lot of, a lot is made, I guess, like in terms of like your freestyles and your work with the firm and your stuff with Nas. But also, you were, you were on AZ's Pieces of a Man album too, right? I think on Love Is AZ's Love. AZ's Pieces of a Man. Oh man, rest in peace, half a mil. Yeah, half a I mil was crazy. Just, I was just, I was just happy to be around guys that was that just loved it like I. Mm-hmm. I come from an era of just of having a little black Panasonic radio. Mm-hmm. I just stay up with the tape and, you know, the chords of the rap wow. attacks and all of the hip hop shows. And wanted to be the first ones to play the new stuff. I wanted to play the new stuff for my friends who might not have stayed up and listened to it. So I was always intrigued. So I love to be around guys like that. So with AZ and them, AZ, I was just trying to find a way to bond with, with Nas's other friends, you know, the firm, AZ and Foxy Brown aren't from Queens, you know what I'm saying? Right. Me yeah. and Cormega, you know, Noriega, we all Queens guys, stuff like that. So I was trying to find a way to fit in with the rest of the team and not feel like, you know, they. it was biased because they all have rapports with Cormega. They mm-hmm. all are Cormega, you know, and so right. when he, when he when he's not in the group anymore and you got the new guy in there, they all ride him with Omega. You know what I mean? They like, yeah, I don't know him. Who is he? Yeah, he can't rap. You know, wow. so I had to I felt like I had a little bit more pressure on myself to kind of like move to them. So when I got called to do A Z album, I want I wanted to just let them know that yo, I could rap too, you know. Yeah, I, 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 I could I burn this shit up. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that was that's what it was for me. I didn't know those other the other side, so I'm still like I'm a team player, a loyal guy. So I'm trying to learn. I'm trying to, you know, my coworkers, my coworkers, mm-hmm. trying, to, trying to let them know that <laughs> I, I, ain't, I ain't no fluke. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I ain't no fluke. That's a fact. That's you know a fact. So it was, it was hard. It was, yeah, it was hard because their brother, you know, was no longer in the group. So of course. I'm quite sure I got the short end of the stick when it came down to you know, a conversation <laughs> behind closed doors. Just a feeling. You was they, they treated you like the sub, right? Just I'm, a you know, I'm public enemy number one. I'm public enemy number one when it comes down to that. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah. after after a while, you felt like did you feel like you that you were embraced? No, never. Hell <laughs> no. Because yeah, if it did, things, things would have transpired after that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And right. it's not like it's not like it's, it's not like a to be disrespectful or it's not like no kind of animosity. It was just that uh, I had to take that hit, and 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 when and it means to take that hit, it stunted the growth. We weren't able to really grow. We could deal with mm-hmm. business right then and there, but then afterwards. You know, we ain't really hanging out. We 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 ain't doing shit. And yeah. I don't know if, where that stems from because I was right. trying to be genuine, but it is what it is. I never thought I was fully embraced by them. 
but but I didn't care to be a break. I just wanted you to respect me. That's, that's it. it. I don't care. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At the end yep. of the day, that's it, bro. The firm, the yep. firm album. A lot of people um have flack for the firm album, like they didn't think it was a good album. I th- I didn't think it was a great album. I thought it was a good album, though. But it's still that's like a platinum selling album, right? Absolutely, I think so. You know, but that that album supposed to be like a like a conceptual album of you know. We, be these young mafioso, you know, maybe that didn't set right, but due to the fact that um, it was just like one big circus, we got the album that's supposed to be uh, Trackmasters slash Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre, who's never really had to work with anybody other than himself, he did all hit after hit after hit after hit, and then you have Trackmasters making hit after hit after hit after hit. On paper, it looks like it's a it's a it's a short day, but it don't always work that way. Like, yo, bro, I like I like crab legs and I like peanut butter, but I don't eat them together. That don't mean that it's gonna be the best meal. And so, That's you know, and um, I just due to the fact that it was a con- uh, contracts, a lot of problems because um, we put the firm out on um, Dre. Dre just started aftermath. So we oh, did, man. we put it out on Aftermath, but but everybody else except for me was signed to a label already. So they had stipulations as far as how many records they're going to give another label. You're, gonna, you're not going to give them all, make money for them when you're still signed to us. Signed so to if me, you right. listen to that album, it's all me. No, no person appears more than me on that mm-hmm. album. So in my eyes, I view the Firm album as my first album because- Wow. I'm like on seven seven songs on there. Mm-hmm. Only because, not because I'm, they love me enough to be on seven songs. They but the politics of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They might only, the label might say, yo, you only could be on three or you only could be on four. And it can't be all singles. You know, you're not, you're not going to get yeah. this other label rich and, and us right. not going to get nothing out of this. No. So the guy that wasn't signed at the time, this guy right here. <laughs> so this guy right here that didn't have nobody saying how many records he could be on filled uh, in the, the gap filling the blanks other records. yeah and yeah. so if you wasn't really a nature fan then or you was a strictly Cormega fan then you ain't like that you like damn you just let him all over this damn album he <laughs> well, who the hell do you think he is you know what I'm saying they don't That's understand that I, I just did what I had to do that's it, bro. You know that I could have. I heard like some of those records. Well, I, I may have heard like some of those records on Clue tapes with like other verses where Nas was on. It was, Nas was originally on that record with Cannabis, you Cannabis and AZ. Yeah, we did. We did um, Desperado. Yeah, yeah and then next we know when it came out. Whole album done. Our whole album was done in like nine days. Really? Our album. Huh from top to bottom. And so we running around just rapping on everything, just trying to, you know what I'm saying? Put your name out there, yeah. We rapped on everything. But um, but I wasn't on the first single. The mm. first single was called Firm Bids. Yeah, I, I wasn't on that single. So we had to do a remix. We did the remix with Half a Mill and me on it, just to kind of like keep mm-hmm. it up to speed. So they were just trying to find ways to to, to, to showcase me in the middle of all of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm coming from the mixtapes. I'm with the big dogs. 
right. just trying to find a way. You still didn't really see my face too much. You still didn't really get to zoom in on this guy. You know what I mean? Right. He's just a blur in the videos. Or he's just, he's, you know what I mean? They didn't really find a way. If you look at that whole album cover, too, if you're fortunate enough to have the album. You shade, you shade burn, it in there. Pick it up and look at it. Yes. I'm yeah, like, I saw, who yeah. is that? You know what I'm saying? All the photo shoots, I'm by myself. I'm not in none of their photo shoots. I'm by myself way over here. They all together <laughs> posed up and chilling, and I'm, I'm over here. So it was it was always, it was never 100% like embraced in. You know what I mean? It was a business move from the jump. I kind of knew what it was. I'm fortunate enough to have a relationship at least with the top dog oh my god nah you know mm-hmm. and it is what it is mm-hmm. there you go was, was there ever any thought the when this was going on like you know, I still like maybe I don't kind of with some of them guys on the west side too oh, oh yeah huh? you heard what I said I said when when this was all yeah. going on was there ever a thought that maybe I, maybe I don't sign with Columbia maybe I shop around the other labels nope because I don't have the right I'm the right people around, man. We all come from the hood. We all have the mm-hmm. same relationship. What happens was some of the some of the guys that that was around me were around Nas at first, and maybe they fell out. And so now, when you're dealing with nature, you're still dealing with some of the same guys that you're trying to get away from that are now with him. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. now it's awkward. Now when it's time to, it, it's division. It's a little bit. It's not really. Not right, right. You know what I'm saying? It's a little friction. But, it's a little friction. That's in the end. Yeah. So, at the end of the day, it just was like, you know, it didn't make any sense to really do business like that because it was too much personal stuff that keeps getting in the way of us growing the way we're supposed to grow. You know Correct. what I mean? Sure. I'm not. I ask it anyway. But. Nah, it son. Sadders don't kiss asses, bro. We from the Yeah. I mean, it's really no different than really no different than anything, any hood politics. You know how I go. Like, yo, certain people, you know, you like, yo, I'm I'm cool with this person, but I'm not cool with that cast. So don't don't bring this dude around when you come to see me. Or <laughs> we hanging out, this dude can't be around. So it's just hood that that shit is like hood politics. And he but did I, the right thing. Never been, just... never been like that. It's never been like that. It's never been like that because, like I said, I'm not walking around. It ain't no bad for blood. We right. changed the game, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Um, gave me opportunities. I made more money than I probably would have made doing anything else. Um, so I have no real reason to be mad. You know what I'm saying? Not at all. I just wish that I could. Uh, I haven't really been in the same space as some of these individuals. So I think physically, if I was in the same room with some of these individuals, you know, I could still, you know, be genuine and still be the person I am. I don't, I don't have to badmouth nobody. I don't walk around throwing dirt on nobody's name. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm cool. You good money, baby. And maybe that part about it, maybe, maybe that part about it makes people upset because they'll be like, damn, he can still walk around and get respect and still. Uh, get his point across and still get the love without having to um, change him. But I having to, you know, be fake. You know what I'm saying? Right, I would right, right, right. Genuine, baby. Authenticity. I, I, would, I would hate to have 
monster success and all this stuff and still not feel like that's who I really am. Like, right. like I had to create a, a character to, to you know, I don't walk around in a character. I'm Superman with his cape off. You know what I'm saying? Superman got to take the cape off. Right. He's still that's Superman. Right. He just got the cape off. <laughs> keep, it, your, keep your integrity too. You said you said you were talking part. about being 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 in the same um the same room. When is the last time you actually had the opportunity to be in the same room? Yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of years. Word. And I don't think that that was just intentional. It was just that's just the way it is. Nice. I don't really go. To, I don't really be. I don't break my neck to be in the parties or the clubs or whatever. If I'm in there, I usually. It's, I got something to do in there, whatever, but that's just it. That's it. We're good. Grown you man, know? yo, your new name is gonna be Grown Man Nature. Grown Man ah. Nature. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the interview would have been the interview would have been different. Maybe if you were sipping and you doing all that, but I want y'all to. I don't want to. I want you to kind of understand. You know, the, next, me, the next interview you do, I'll make sure I bring that loud pack, good brother. Back to you. <laughs> so we got, you know, I can't wait to. Um, my brother told me that the record that we did that um, they done touched it up somehow. So I'm going. I'm looking forward to hearing what we got. Yeah, maybe we, yeah, can, we got uh, some good stuff. Talk about some visuals or something. I don't know. Sure. Whatever, whatever. Whatever we need to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My thing is yeah. this: these guys, um, due to the fact that people took a chance at me and kind of gave me a little alley that I still give some of these guys. The less fortunate people below alleys here and there too, because you know, paying it forward. That's how it goes. You gotta pay it forward. You know what I'm saying? That's right. right. And so, and we with that way, and I keep the good karma around me. We gonna be, we gonna be good. Grown man Nate, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Grown man Nate. <laughs> Yo Nate, I let you, I let you hear, um, I let you hear the record if you want to hear it. It ain't 